the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily <laughs> yeah. reflect the views and opinions. These of people this don't podcast. actually agree with each other. <laughs> Silence the phone did, for man. For goodness I sakes, man. I did. Be professional. This is a professional podcast. We do things professionally. But they put in somewhere on Maple Island, I believe. They got all the way down into the swamp flats in the middle of the night, lost. This is why America's going to collapse. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the river came back It has nothing to do with fascism. It has nothing to do with totalitarianism. We're done. It has nothing to Fold do with... Fold it up. Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> we had a good run. <laughs> checking the mic you can crack the window more if you're if it's too hot that's a good little fire do you think the uh, active touch pen for my computer will nope probably not on paper. i'll go grab a pen <laughs> how are you i'm good i got a whole lot done today i don't know whether to take that seriously or not i, I did i got a whole lot done today it is the dishwasher. As soon as he opened that door, I heard the buzzing noise. It's something come from inside the house that's giving us that feedback. Yep. Is it the stupid dishwasher? The buzzing noise is something from in there. I can't guarantee it's the dishwasher. Uh, it might be the... But it went away when you closed the door. There we go. Thanks. There's still just like a tiny little bit of white noise, but I think that's just in our headphones. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. It's all in your head, Mr. Tweety. Last few times we've heard the white noise in our headphones. It hasn't translated through into the audio of the actual mm-hmm. podcast. So, someday, when I ask for your help at my house doing electrical, yep. don't bring a gun. I won't. <laughs> I'll bring a Sawzall. Make sure it doesn't work. My way. A gun? What did I miss? For shooting him for the way he does things. <laughs> Is the implication that you were going for? Yes. yes. Oh, so yes. You, you're saying you did some of your own electrical work? Yes, I did. Uh, I did. Out to the pole barn? Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, I do have power in the pole barn now. Woo woo. I do. You had power in the pole barn before with like 17 extension cords. I did. Yeah. I did. But now I don't have to. I cut the cord. Uh, see what I did there? Uh. That was good. No, it's not. Yeah, anyway. So, I think you missed the sarcasm. But I, I have to put a ground rat out there now. Why? I don't. If you got a ground run, it's a sub panel. It's not a separate service. Oh yeah, some people do. Yeah. Wait, I don't have to? Uh it depends on your inspector. It's ag, it's not getting inspected. Oh well then no. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. It doesn't seem like you need to then. Well, I, I was like, well wait a minute. I just ran a hundred foot off of like four extend hundred and twenty five feet off of four extension cords. And one of them doesn't have a ground. Yeah. I've so, gotten dinged for that twice in the last couple of years. That stupid really? ground rod and the, but I'm I'm getting I've been doing it long enough that now I'm that old guy. Man, I never had to do that before. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of codes like that. Yeah, and then there's a lot of things you're like, why is there not a code for this? I don't know. There's most things in electrical that you would ever want a code for, and more are a code. Like chimney flashing. I don't care about chimney flashing. See. Chimney flashing should be done a certain way. Why? Because if it's not done that way, it will leak. Okay. 
like there's one way to flash a chimney. <clears throat> like there's some stuff that people do that I, you know, like would bring a gun to yeah. help them roof next time because I would shoot them. That's a bit harsh. You just burned down their house. It's not as violent. No, it's not them. It's oh. see the or my problem church. is okay What's that? or their church. Or their church. It's you know it's <coughs> it's one thing to be um, it's one thing to do it as a homeowner who's like trying to DIY, and it's another thing to have somebody pay you to do it and it be like detrimental to the health of your building. If it, okay, there's like sloppiness and whatnot, but there's like... People don't care. That's my point. Mm-hmm. So there are some codes that should be there You're to assuming they care people. about the codes to begin with. Yeah, I know. And then you'd have to get an inspector to actually climb their old ass up onto the roof to check it. <laughs> oh, no, you can tell from the ground oh, okay. on this one. But <laughs> a roof permit, a re-roof permit is not required in our jurisdiction. But in a lot of other jurisdictions, huh. it is. You have to get a permit to have a new roof put on? In a lot of jurisdictions. <sighs> Dude, you got to get a permit to put a wind, a replace, replace a window in some jurisdictions. You're stirring up all my warm, fuzzy feelings for America right now. But don't worry, because most inspectors don't give a shit. Nah, mm, not true. Most. There are select <laughs> inspectors, and this is the electrical debt care way too much. Depends on where you're working. Yes. Depends on where you're, Like, you go to a certain jurisdiction that is um, southwest of here yeah. by about a half hour, and you... Yeah, that's where I work. Southwest of here. Southwest by half, a half hour. hour. Yes. Closer to a lake. Yes. Closer to a lake. I work everywhere. I okay. worked everywhere, so you, man. Drove there. Okay, you've not worked with man. the building inspectors. I don't you work with, with building inspectors. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I've got, yeah. I mean, I've got some, I've gotten chewed out for other people's work, like other companies' let me, work. Let me put it this way. I have dropped the F-bomb about a building inspector oh. three times in a minute and a half. Well, I do that anyway, so. Yeah. Even if I like the guy. But I... But I did. <laughs> it was that bad. <laughs> but I've had, I've had people chew me out for uh, somebody else's work that we never touched. Like another company, mm-hmm. they did it before. He walked in. We didn't touch it. He's like, oh, oh. I've been chewed out for that before. I've also had inspectors pull up to the driveway, look out, and go, did you wire the upstairs? And I'll be like, yeah. And he'll hand me the sticker out the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite. <laughs> we built an addition for this lady. And guy gets out of the truck, walks up, slaps the sticker on the door, and walks away. Now, that being said, our company's worked with these guys for a long time, so they right. know we're not... they know you're not... They know a certain quality of work, mm-hmm. yeah. If we missed it, they probably wouldn't catch it anyway, because we right. honestly are right. not trying to right. rip anybody off or do it Exactly. They get to know who you are. Yeah. You know, like, again, that that addition, the guy slapped the sticker, yeah. you know, he came and looked at the, um, the rough-in framing and saw that we did yeah. our stuff right. You know, we're not... We're, we put double plate on the bottom on the garage and, you know, we 16 inch centers on the studs yeah. and half inch OSB on the outside. He's like, okay, you guys aren't trying yeah. to skimp. I've actually gotten on an inspector's bad side for that because somebody else in our company did the work and mm-hmm. did, they missed some things and it was mm-hmm. a finished inspection, but that guy couldn't be there. So I was the guy that was there, even though I didn't do all the work. Mm-hmm. And the guy found a bunch of legitimate violations. And he's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is this shit? What kind of horse shit? <laughs> work shit? Mother <laughs> shit. 
And I'm like, listen, bro. I'm like, Don't forget the explicit uh, tag there. <laughs> yeah. that was, I was quoting. Yes, it was yes, a direct yes, quote. Yes. Of, yeah. So I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, we'll fix it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So we fixed all this stuff. And part of it was a bunch of stuff that's supposed to be GFI protected wasn't. Oh. So he came back in. That's like a big. That's like a big deal, isn't it? It can be, but no, it really irritates me. You finish your story. Sorry, go ahead. So I fixed it all, and had the guy come back, and one of them didn't work. Like I tested it, and then of course I wasn't there when he came back, and he just tested the one that didn't work and walked back out cussing. And so I took a video of it working. I'm like, listen, man, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what's wrong with your tester. <laughs> but then, like, you're telling the inspector, like. Did you? Is your tester work? <laughs> Do you know how to make this work? I'll push a button. Push a button. It goes click. Did it's you working. push? Did you make sure it was plugged in all the way first? <laughs> I got a better way to test it. So what you do is you rent some inflatables, leave them out in the rain on accident, like with the big fans. Yeah. And then get a really long extension score extension cord with a sketchy metal box four gang box. And then plug that into the to the garage at the church for the kids' event you're about to do, and then get pissed off that the GFI keeps throwing. Yeah, what the <laughs> or, GFI is doing, or, or, or is its job. Yes. <laughs> or we or, kept going back in there, like maybe if we push the button, it'll blow. Push, pop, push, pop, push, pop. Dang it! Unplug let's the try. G- let's try another outlet in the garage. Maybe this one isn't GFI protected. Move over to a different outlet. Push, pop. That's ah, tied to that same See, circuit. You're the reason we need GFI. <laughs> or, or hand empty a washing machine, carry it down the stairs, take it to the store to return yeah. it, get yeah. another one, bring it back up the stairs, plug it in. Just to push the button. Just to push the button. He actually Absolutely summed it up is. in a reasonable amount of time that time. I did. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Party That's for right. Aaron tonight. <laughs> so, welcome to Undignified Christianity where we don't really have a saying that concludes anything that we think. We don't want people to gaze nope. out over the water. You can email okay. us. Yeah. Yes, well, you can email us at undignifiedchristianity at gmail.com. If you are so inclined, if not, then don't. You said we'll that so fast, on. it almost sounded like you said undignifiedchristianity at gmail.com. Gmail? What's Gmail? Gmail. Gmail. Sure. What up, Gina? So there's one topic I think we should cover, because we have to, because everybody else in the entire world has covered this topic. GFIs. Now. No. Oh. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say school board. Do you no. blame Alec or do you blame the prop guy? All of them. It wasn't the prop guy. It was the armorer, the assistant director, and Alec Baldwin. All are at fault. And not to mention that the whole place sounded like it was kind of sketchy. Yeah. Because they were using... So for our listeners who haven't heard, I'm going to give like the really, okay. yep. really quick overview because I don't know the details. Essentially, Alec Baldwin thinking yes. he had a prop gun on a... What's a prop gun? A prop gun, a gun that is supposed to be fake and not real and not capable of firing anything. Then they, why, no. It was, it was a revolver, so there's no such thing as a prop gun. What? You don't have to alter a revolver to make it a prop gun. You just have to take the bullets out of it? Like, it just put a blank in it. You just put blanks in. Somebody because your, your normal pistols, like a, like a 9 mil or anything that's mechanically operated, you have to alter the barrel to make it a prop gun because that, it needs that backblast, it needs the resistance. So you have to make the barrel narrower on the inside or something. There are, there are any number of ways that you could alter a gun. But to, to make get it. it to fire a blank. Okay. Revolvers, pump shotguns, brake actions don't you need you to alter anything to make them work. Okay. Because they're manually operated. Okay. Sorry, continue. Oh, because you have so to have blowback to, so to operate a lot of the So items. he has what he believes is a prop gun with 
dead ammo or blanks in it. Yes. And managed to kill somebody and injure a couple others? It went through one lady, killed her, and went into the guy standing behind her. Okay, that's the real broad picture. Broad. So, let me, right. let me paint you a little bit more of all the right. picture here. So, uh, Jared's giving you know us all I'm not, I'm not even going to give you all the Hollywood stuff, but Aww. like I've listened to a lot because this makes me chuckle. <laughs> Because, and it, it shouldn't, like, it's Somebody terrible. died, it's, it's hilarious, man. It's very sad Laugh that it, it happened. Like, I'm sorry for that lady. And her that family. Sucks. Alec Baldwin is a prick. <laughs> <laughs> is very anti-gun. Has been very vocally anti-gun. Is executive producing a movie, a western, where he uses guns, which I find ironic, and then happens to kill somebody by accident. Huh. With a gun. With a gun. So you don't dislike guns because you're afraid of them you dislike the idea of guns even though you're still using them to make money which i find ironic anyway i don't think he's making much money off this one (laughs) no so there's an armorer that is supposed to be in charge of all weapons at all times right Mm -hmm. and is supposed to be on set watching all the weapons be used to make sure that everything is going properly they are in control of everything then they are supposed to bring that, and they're supposed to do that whole cold gun and check it, and everything's supposed to be hunky-dory. So Alec was doing a test run of a scene, and they were trying to get the angles right. And the funny thing about that was there was a plan that they wouldn't have anybody behind the cameras when they actually shot, just in case something happened. Mm-hmm. So to line up the sights, they were practicing and left the people behind the camera in Kerblau. Ker- Kerblau. Kerpui. Ker- I just want to hear Blouch. Blouch. <laughs> so the, the same weapons that they were using in the movie, they were using on their lunch hour for target practice offset. So they were putting live rounds in the same weapons they were using on set and plinking around because they're out in the middle of nowhere. Trying to do a little bit of lunch. method acting, you know, get to know. No, this was, <laughs> so, this was some of the so other people. So has Alec Baldwin come out and said, see, guns are bad. No, he's come out and said it was the assistant director's fault because he handed me the gun and said, cold gun. Because the armor should have never had live rounds on the set, period. Right. If they allowed live rounds on the set, they should have 100% not used the ones they were using in the film right. to target practice at lunch. Right. Then they should have 100% checked every single weapon 400 different times when they brought them back for lunch, then the armorer should have checked before they handed it to the assistant director. Right. The assistant director should have checked do we, it. Do we know how many drugs were actually involved? I have no idea. Okay. But he should have checked it. Then when Alec Baldwin received the pistol, he should have checked. So there's a whole... Everybody's at fault. Oh. Where are you going? I just remember I need to grab something out of my hand. Oh, well, Joe's, Joe's gone. What do we want to say about Joe now that he's not in the room? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was the, it was it's just ironic. It's, it's sad. And it's funny. I don't know why I chuckle every time. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Got what coming to him. But somebody did die, so that's pretty, that's, yeah, it's you a pretty can't messed up sense of humor. Dang it. I can, and it's, I do, it's but I should It's frustrating that it, like, it didn't go off and like break something. Like, okay, it went through a camera and like destroyed yeah. a you know that would five thousand yeah. dollars. I would have laughed hysterically. I wouldn't have felt as bad as my life. Yeah. <laughs> so now people are using this as like a anti-gun thing. Like now, because there's a show. That's, that was my point. Yeah. So I actually heard this guy talk about this. So since 1984, there's been three people killed by guns on a movie set since 1984. Really? What were the What are the other I'd, two? There's been since 2001. There's been 120 something killed. By other things. 
accidents, stunts gone wrong. So people are like, oh, these guns are terrible. Okay, three people since 1984. Maybe you should make stunts illegal, so that way a lot less people will die. Exactly. It's obviously exactly. not the guns. It's, yeah. Sounds like normal uh, pro-gun. You don't even arguments. know what we're talking about. You just said a bunch of people. You walked back in. You said a bunch of people have died in Hollywood. You may not participate in this conversation. You left. You're out. And only three died of guns. So you should make other. Since when? 1984. Dang it! Son of a. Finish the sentence. Tell us. Son of a monkey's left nostril. Tell us about abbreviations. Where do you stand? He didn't even think about it. I did. I oh, did. No. I just don't want to say He's it. He's convicted. I just don't <laughs> want to say it. Aaron has <laughs> conviction on his face. For people who haven't heard before, oh, Aaron has been free with using abbreviations like WTF and BS. or BS. And we're like, how is that not the same as swearing? And he's like, I'll think about it. And now that we are questioning him about it further, am, he is grimacing. I am, I and am because it is painful to say... Wait, wait, wait. Are we, it's, we're it's, recording. It's yep. the, Say the three words. It is the spirit of the law, no, not no, no, the no, no, letter no. of Those the law. Those aren't the three words I'm looking for. What? You were right. Oh, you were right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, three words. Um, no, that's four. No, that's <laughs> not. That's two. I was <laughs> looking at a coloring book over there. No, it's Mad Libs. Mad Libs. Mad Libs. So, Aaron needs to do his opener because it's going to take me a minute to find what I hope I can find. I just... Mad Libs? I have, what is wrong I, with you? I have been watching... <laughs> You're going to be so happy to find out what's wrong with me. <laughs> I have just been watching... Oh, like C-SPAN and... Why would you do that to yourself? I can understand just, the frustration in your voice. Ah, well, just the stuff. This the. Did I talk about this two weeks ago? A little bit, yeah. Well, the last yeah, episode, yeah. the garbage that's like required re- or recommended reading for middle schoolers, and and now it's like how much is that is actually in legislation, or is that things that they're just talking about on the floor? Oh, in le- um, or is it more subcommittee conversation? Well, uh, so some of the ones that frustrate me are like like uh, interviews, so. The, I believe it's an oversight committee over the Department of Justice. Okay. So they'll bring in the U.S. Attorney General, uh-huh. right? And they'll question him on a particular thing. For example, most recently, this memo regarding um, the, uh, parents at school board meetings. So two things frustrate me about it. Number one, there's a bunch of attorneys in the Senate. Right. So they're attorney-style grilling... <laughs> The, uh, their attorney style grilling the, uh, the people, you know, like they're on trial, right? And like trying to trap them in stuff. And, and some of our guys, like some of my dudes, right? Um, you know, conservatives and, you know, Texans, Tennesseans, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Texas. I have a thing. Keep going. <laughs> well, it's only two things that come from Texas. <laughs> I wouldn't quite go that far, but. <laughs> so, it frustrates me that there is an issue, but they're making the wrong issue the issue. Right. That's what we talked about last That's time. That's what we talked about. Oh, yeah. shoot. Okay. Well, anyway, I've watched further. And the second the issue is happening. The second issue is <coughs> what the issue is. Like, like 
we're going talking about America again and what it means to be American. It is. I am starting to like. There is really, really, really bad stuff going on out there. It's called undignified Christianity, not well thought out and carefully polished. There's always been bad stuff going on. I feel on like out you're there. trying to polish a turd right now. Why yeah. don't you just go There's ahead a bunch and of crap going on. Pinch it out. It's it's bad. It sucks. It's stupid. It's awful. It's wretched, satanic, disgusting. Yeah, but you haven't actually filthy, said anything. Filthy, nasty, rotten, dirty. The, I, he doesn't want to trigger you, Jared. I, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, just the. He wants um, to be emotionally safe. Um. <laughs> I think the the two biggest things that hit me most recently were in our education system, but it sounds like I already talked about those. And your homeschooler, so, so yeah, you insulted you the care? public schoolers like me. Hey, I pay for the public schoolers <laughs> <laughs> like you. I pay for your child's and shit I education. Hate it and think five, it's satanic. Five hundred dollars? No, I don't think all public school is satanic. I think that there are satanic things coming into the public school. Um, I think by and large, our district is pretty good yet. Yet, yep. yet, but. The problem is a lot of the decisions are being made based on the areas. Right, but there's always been districts in this country who have been doing satanic evil things. I know. So And maybe it's just because I'm seeing them, but I mean it might it, there's a distinct possibility that it's getting worse and worse, but there's always been but I used to hate that song by Casting Crowns, um what this world needs. And like it's so frustrating because I still hate it, but the concept makes sense. What uh, this world hit. needs is not another one-hit wonder with an axe to grind, another two-bit politician peddling lies, another three-ring circus society. What this world needs is Jesus, is a savior who would rescue. I can't say is that one's familiar. I do like casting crowns. Well, oh, the way you sang part. it was terrible. But yes. a savior. Yeah. Okay. I yes. got you. you yeah. know, I'm not gonna. I'm, I would do it even worse than you. So I'm not gonna. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess you know. <laughs> We're sorry, audience. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be politically involved. I want to, you know. Uh, but that you would know. get messy. Ooh. I, no, I want to be politically involved. I At could the have same two time, openers. A serious one. I know. I know politics. Right here. I know politics is not the solution. I know government is not the solution. I know that there there are there is effect that I can have. Yet it's what we have. I mean, in the state of Michigan right now, there. Well, never mind. I won't go into that. But I have made. I saw the first. Uh, sorry, no. Go ahead. I have made it. I have made a difference. In, I don't get an opener. We're just rolling straight into the topic. Okay, screw you guys. And then and then. <laughs> Did you I'll see just Governor, say my funny thing later when it makes no sense. <laughs> Governor Whitmer, Whitmer vetoed the uh, the legislation on uh, what was ID. in that legislation. See, that's what I want to know. Like, there was probably a whole bunch of other crap in there. That I know, justifiable. So, to there's shoot down. and there's there is also a tactic from conservatives where they make it so absolutely ridiculous that she should veto it, mm-hmm. even though there's something legitimate mm-hmm. issue. I mean, they, they both do the it's same both, thing. They both yeah. sides do it, which is so, so you want, frustrating. Sh- because they want her to veto stuff. So they can go, look, see, see, and they see. they can get back yeah. to power, So right? you, you don't actually have to compromise. You just have she, to... Well, she... They not can put, saying right, she would. We would I'm like to saying, require voter ID at, at, um, at elections. The polls, yeah. And... And require um, a driver's license number with mail-in ballots. And... That was another one of the things in there. And, and, and maybe they said, and we want the governor to work for free for the next 10 years yeah she's like well and she's that's like, stupid no that's stupid i'm vetoing this yeah and then you get and it, it yeah but even it, the see, denial but here's the thing as far as i understand they can veto with amendment can they not 
I don't know that. Okay, uh, that might be just I a don't federal know. thing. Isn't I okay? Yeah, because actually, I don't know. He doesn't care about politics because he's more libertarian. So he just wants to well, burn it all down. Burn it all down. <laughs> yes, I agree. So that way but his neighbor you, can walk over and cut his throat. But and how take do his you? Stuff. But how do you accomplish that, Joe? Not couple, your parents. There are a the couple neighbor. neighbors that might be. Able jo- to Joe's not that. an anarchist. He's a constitutionalist. Nah, I'm a little bit of an anarchist. Really? I lean more towards pro-anarchy than pro-big government. Get shot at a couple times and then come back and talk to me. I, 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 I understand. <laughs> My position is not tested. I get that. Yeah, you start getting shot at. Like, man, I'm, that sucks. <laughs> I, I, would, I would like to call myself a constitutionalist, but you could probably back me into a corner on some things and I might stray from that a little bit. But by and large, I would like to call yep. myself a constitutionalist. But I, again, government. all that is to say... I know that government is not the solution to the world's problems. What is, Aaron? Jesus! Thanks for joining us at Undignified Christianity. <laughs> End of episode. Do you want to do your Mad Libs now, or do you want to do save it? it? I, I might save it for later. Save, save it, it in case later. it gets too serious. In case we get too serious, <laughs> which we were already dabbling in those water there. <sighs> anyway, sorry. So no. what we were kind of hitting there was that this isn't the solution, this isn't the solution. So I wanted to continue not directly continue our conversation from last time where we were talking about what is it to be American. It struck me during that conversation that we're all using the word American in a lot of things in politics and in general in America right now. It seems like we're bo- everybody's using different definitions of words. Like we talk about, you know, or even sayings like make America great again. Well, liberals are thinking one thing when conservatives are thinking another thing. Black lives matter. It's the same thing. Or words. Like what was the word we were talking about the other day, Aaron? And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think you're... Religion versus blessing? <laughs> uh, I mean, well, any of that stuff. What was it, though? We were talking about... Uh, Where, when were we talking about? Uh, at that chili dinner thing. Yes. Um, I didn't we had a word, and I looked at you, and I was like, I don't think you're defining it the same way that liberals define it. Gotcha. And you're like, no, yes, I am. Like, I, I, I don't think so, because I can listen to NPR and get one definition, and I can you listen to... I remember you mentioned yep, NPR. I can listen to, like, Wood Radio or, like, uh, AFR and get a completely different definition of the word. Mm-hmm. So anyway, th- that's kind of a side note, but that made me curious, and I've been curious for a long time, of what are America's core values? Because core values are something that hold us all together. Like we're all working for this common purpose, we're working for, where we, we at least hold these basic things. Like um, the army, for example, um, I went back and in uh, Basic training, they always make you, like, every day or before every meal, they make you scream this, this soldier's creed, which is really stupid. But in the middle of it, you're all screaming at the top of your lungs, and I don't have to scream. But they have, you know, these things, this list of things. You know, I, all, I will always place a mission first. I will never accept defeat. I will never quit. I will never leave a fallen comrade. Like, those are the things, the core things that are pushed into your mind. Now, when you get a little further along... Always placing the mission first is a very nuanced thing. Like, depends on the mission, depends on the goal, depends on all these things. But I'll always place the mission first. That is the core value. Um, but then if you look up the actual Army core values, you have duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. I'm what sorry. is going yes, on? Yes, I would like to try it. Oh, they're, they're talking each other. Okay. Anyway. Um, so... I think part of the issue is that we're not... <laughs> Aaron was debating, like, kicking around in his mind, taking a swig of Joe's hua juice over there. 
Hua juice. Yeah. And then I smelled it. And then he smelled it. Yeah. I just, you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't smell it right then. <laughs> it's an acquired smell. Yes, let's drink some gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> so Definitely. I've been curious on what, because I think people hold, we don't have a common core value, core, set of core values in this country, where people just don't ex understand what values are. So these core ideas that we at least, even if we disagree about how to go about it, do we all agree on gotcha. this general idea? Can, so, I, can I detour us for one second? Yes. Okay. It's in relation to a discussion Aaron and I had earlier this week, and I didn't ask him if I could bring it up, so I'm sure as heck not going to reference any names. But I, it has come to my attention that there may be some people who listen to us who are of the perception that we are adversarial to one another in some way or another. Oh. And... I feel like it's valuable. Like I, I was thinking about it today. Like we are not adversarial towards one another. The the conversations that we have, the relationship that we have, is a friendship. And I felt like it was a good transition because you're talking about core values, and our core value yeah. is the love of Christ. Yeah, decision that, to follow Him, whatever that looks like. And <clears throat> I was thinking about it, and in in the brief text exchange that we shared, Aaron, mm -hmm. there was mention to the fact that before we started this podcast, we still had real relationships, real conversations, but oftentimes when we touched on territory that was clearly slightly upsetting to one of the three of us, uh -huh. we would usually just digress back to something lighthearted and start playing the guitars again. And usually, like we would occasionally get into heated yeah. conversation, mm -hmm. but usually it was very light. And I would say comparable to what most people are used to in a relationship like most of the times in a friend friendly relationship once you see that your friend is slightly agitated and you know that hey this isn't like a salvation issue this isn't crucial to our relationship i'm yeah, just gonna back good. off here yeah we can just stop but one of the things we do here and one of the things i've appreciated like in my opinion the dialogue that we have here has taken our relationship to a different level, I might say better. Um, there are times when I've walked away from these podcasts at night thinking, dang, I didn't know Jared thought that. I don't know what it's to think about Jared I didn't like know what talk. To, I didn't know what to think about Jared now. Or man, I didn't know what I didn't know Aaron thought that. I I don't know what to think about what Aaron thinks now. But at the end of it, it still comes back to that, but we all have the same goal. We all still love Jesus and these are all just conversations on how we get to where we get. And I value it and deeply appreciate it. So I, I don't know how much that relates. Do you see that to as core well? values and things Aaron, like that? I see, but I see that as well. I think I think part of the difficulty and you know part of why the conversation was coming up is when you add people listening, it changes the it dynamic. Changes. As much as we don't want it to, it does. Yeah. Because <clears throat> let's say I mean because there's always ego involved, especially with me and, um, and <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's always ego involved, but when it's just the three of us, like we, we checked the egos five years ago, right. right? And so there's not as much, you know, like we can, we can handle being called out, but there's an unlimited number of people who could listen could to this, theoretically, who could theoretically yeah. listen to this episode. Thank you. The three of you that do. Um, <laughs> and knowing that. The ego steps back in, hmm. or can step back in, right? 
when it normally wouldn't in our conversations because we know someone else is listening. For me, when we started this, it was, I don't know, that's a weird noise coming through our headphones right now. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, for me, I think when I started it, I, I don't like to share my opinion, but you're right in that when you add that other dimension, I don't know if it's ego, but it's more of a desire to make sure that I'm articulated correctly. Because mm -hmm. if it's just the three of us and I, you say something or he says something that I'm like, that is total bullshit, <laughs> I am much more likely to just be like, whatever, man, <laughs> yeah, and just drop it, which is fine. But on here... But on here, I'm like, well, I'm trying to speak for other people as well. Like, right. okay, let's articulate this a little more because... Mm -hmm. So I do feel not necessarily... And I'm sure ego definitely works its way in there. But there's also that, I mean, attempt to be more articulated instead of just being like, whatever. It doesn't make for Well, and I think that a lot of and, uh, part of why I wanted this podcast is I appreciate that we go places and we discuss things and we, we can get past the, the rhetoric. Yeah. And we can actually listen and say, no, this is the real issue respond to this issue right and even if we disagree we walk away not hating the other person yeah. right like we're always and like just like that's we're none of the conversations touch at the core value like whether no matter how much we disagree about how to get there we know that we, we all love jesus and mm -hmm. that's what we're working toward that's is the primary focus bringing that to the world or <clears throat> at least trying to carry out further that cause and, and go there. I just felt like that might be valuable to throw out there to our listeners who, who may listen the first time or may have listened for the 20th time and relate to um, one of us more than the other. I mean, I'm the most relatable. Yeah, wh whatever the case may be, but I'm the, I'm the <laughs> most. In fact, there are three people who listen to this <laughs> yeah. podcast because of you that I know. Oh. They're like, yeah, it was all right, but Jared, man, I really connect with him. I'm sorry. <laughs> So everyone else is screwed up too? <laughs> Since we're going to be discussing core values as Americans, I, I thought it'd be valuable to bring up core values as believers so that, like I was starting to say, if our listeners may relate to one of us more than the other and find themselves almost like feeling, oh, I take Jared's side or I take Joe's side or I take it's Aaron's really side. really about sides. Exactly. It, it I, is, but it isn't. Right. I, I would hope that they would understand that this is like the one of the deepest, closest friendships that yeah. I have in the world, and it's not about sides. It's just no. about discussing. And the whole goal is to help us further our opinions and at least mm -hmm. gain a more broad understanding of the topic so that we don't just go, oh, those guys. Like, okay, guts, I disagree. Guts on the but, table? Yeah. I want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. That's my problem yeah. is I want to be right. And I want to poke both of you while you fight. <laughs> well, everybody wants to be Watch right. Watch it burn. But we have to be able to... At least sometime in the future, go back and be like, you know, I'm not going to ever tell this guy, but he makes good points. As Jeff Allen says. Now Joe's trying to tell As, Aaron as Jeff alcohol. Allen says, do you want to be right or do you, you want to be, be happy? happy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never so, been so happy as when I'm right. Thank you for letting me take that little detour there. I, Sorry, Beth, for uh, the digression there. We will get to a topic. It was a related digression. It was a related digression. And we are not sorry, The Beth. same issue, I think. <laughs> same perfect example. There we are. <laughs> But Aaron's, still, probably, Aaron's probably right. I'm still sorry, Beth. <laughs> anyway, but I do think that it's a valid point because we have the same problem in our denominational wars and our Catholic versus Protestant wars. It's the exact same thing. And this is a broader point that I don't plan on making tonight, but the world copies the church. And this is, this is where it's hard for me to... The church is the leader. 
especially in America. So the things that if you the added secular the word, part, if you added the word should, I no, would no, no, agree hundred no. percent. I want to hear the rest no, no, of no, your no. thought. Let, let, him, let him finish. Yeah. Let him finish. If you look at all the cultural trends that Christians hate right now, where did they start? Cancel culture, church, all these types of things. All these things we hate in culture that we all think these is ruining America. I can't say all one these things. really specific one, item, and then all these things, and all these things, and all these things. So cancel culture, sectarianism, like picking sides, yep. mm-hmm. right? Picking a side and assuming everyone else is wrong and being militant to that fact. Okay. That's, a, that's an extension of it. But that, those basic guidelines, where did they start? They You're didn't right. start in the culture. And if, if Well, they did because... Church was dictating culture at the time. Don't drink, smoke, kind or chew. Or but especially in America, something. yes. All right, I agree with your point. I'm not going to. Especially it. through the late 1800s, early ni- 1900s, yep. the church was the major even, cultural even force. Li- oh, oh, major cultural force. I thought you were talking. But about we started culture. all this. Right, like, right. We're mad because Where did prohibition people start. Right. People are using our witches against uh, us. Yeah. Going to be burning Bibles soon. Maybe. We'll maybe. See. Anyway, that's another whole other thing. So okay. core values. Core values. Core values. Um, I looked up the definition of values, and it's the basic elements of how we go about our work. So those core things, those things that we hold that are the overarching principles. You know, we, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men and women... Uh, Created you know, equal. You know, you know the thing. But that wasn't... At, yeah, that's the Declaration of Independence. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. doesn't actually hold any weight legally. <clears throat> I was just, just I was making just fun history. I was making but fun yes of those those would be an example of making fun them of Joe. laying out their how are you making fun of me Joe Biden you oh. I thought you were we, talking about me he, like, he's giving a speech we hold these truths to be self evident that all men and women and men and women created, created you know you know the thing he did, did that? Really that I'm serious oh I'm gonna look it up oh, I believe it I, yeah it's, I don't doubt you I have to look it up now I'm right. sorry you go ahead let's go Brandon yeah. what does that even mean. You don't know? No. Okay. Am I allowed to use my abbreviation? No. I'll just say it. <laughs> so I'm going to get some details wrong, I'm sure, but big picture. I'll correct there's, there's a reporter at a college football game. No, it's not a college football game. It is at a... Okay, um, Aaron's going to get uh, better is at a, uh, You fill in the blanks. Um, <laughs> <was at> a, <laughs> you cuss. You <laughs> sin, so you go to hell, <laughs> and I get right. to stay out of hell. Um, <laughs> More so, so he doesn't get punished. It's a, a race. This guy g- gets out of the car, winning the race. The reporter's asking him, oh, how does it feel to be blah, blah, blah. Well, there's people in the back chanting. And she goes, oh. The entire she, stadium is, is screaming. Wait, 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 wait. She's, she goes, listen, I mean, this must be really exciting for you. They're ch- Listen, they're g- let's go, Brandon. They weren't saying, let's go, Brandon. It was fuck Joe Biden. But she said, let's go, listen to him, let's go, and you can, like, it's clear. You, so you, whenever you see somebody wearing a shirt or a sticker, hashtag, says, let's go, Brandon, let's go, Brandon, Yes, <laughs> you know what they're saying. <laughs> Shit. It's like, I just said, let's go, Brandon, during the football game today. I've never said it, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, every time I see it, I'm like, I don't even understand. My, my sister sent me a picture of a shirt that said, let's go, Brandon. She said, how many sure, colors of this shirt do you have? Okay. <laughs> Here we go. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the, go, you know the, you know the thing. <laughs> That sounded edited, though. I was no, looking, it was not. I was watching. It was, it was not clear, dude. I'm serious. I'm. I'm oh 
Like, that sounded edited, though. <laughs> no, it was... Dude... It was not a bad was, lip reading. It, it was, was not, a Joe Biden it, lip reading. Dude, I'm serious. Aye, Look aye, it aye. up. It is, like... It is... Seriously, he's giving a speech, and it is straight up... I'm not kidding you. So, it life, let's get back to... Life, liberty, and pursuit values. of happiness. I, I voted for the other guy, so yeah. just saying. I voted for neither of those guys. <laughs> Anyway, I say the core values that the majority of Americans so let's seem Joe. to actually Joe. adhere to. Joe's hot take. Joe's hot take. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Everybody says, let me live my life. Everybody says, let me be free to do what I want. And let me say it says, let me be happy. Beyond those values, it's a crapshoot. Okay. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, core values. Of, of America. Yes. I, I would have to agree to that. No, you're not allowed to. You have no, to no, be no. right. We Just can't both be right. Sorry, your ass is down. But that's what it is. But but hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you wanting to know what it was originally intended to be or what it is today? What because people what it now is my take on today. Yeah. What what people now view them as or should be. Because if you Google what are America's core values, you get all sorts of different. You we get a Google of answers. Yeah. These are the co- ten. And are endowed These by are the their seven. creator with certain inalienable rights. You think that's an American core value right now? Rights. Oh, you added the by their creator. I was I was going I was finding picking up right. from before you, yes. That okay. life, liberty, and pursuit so, of happiness. The 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 thing, you know, the thing the thing yep. <laughs> before that is are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, among so, which are life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and basic. No, that's it. Unabridged life, rights endowed life, by our creator. Not endowed by our creator. I, yeah, I threw that yes. in there for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so I right took in. a a informal poll of uh, probably ten or fifteen different people from my sphere of people I know. Um, so one person said, and I this was the the poll question that I kind of sent to all these people. Um, what are should be the United States core values? Feel free to answer or not. Most people did not. <laughs> really? Um, one person said, it's hard because making a simple statement can't really fully encompass any of the values I think are important. Like they could all be interpreted the wrong way so easily. That is one person's deal. And you're going to have to bear with me as I um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. find them all. Uh, another person said, free elections, either run by the states or break states into individual countries. Other than that, I don't know. Most core values are big, broad, and not very specific. Right. So we have like a, it's hard to tell. We have a, I don't know, maybe we should just break Let's up the just whole thing. See. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, um, respect for all life, justice, punish evil, love your neighbor, community. Whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. Uh, this, is, this is another person's I'm answer. Right. And I, it's that same question. Mm-hmm. Um, respect the, re, respect for all life justice punish evil love your neighbor justice. community freedom from evil leaders I said thank you and he said hugs <laughs> <laughs> so this is another <laughs> I'm trying to put together in my mind who these people are as you read the answers. Answers. <laughs> who, is, who tells Jared hugs? I'm not really listening to you I'm trying to put a puzzle together it is a fellow veteran we say I was weird gonna, things I was to gonna each say other. who, who who other than me? I can send texts to several people and be like, "You're you. a sexy man," <laughs> and it doesn't mean anything other than, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> so that was one answer. Um, dum, dum. I think every dude has a dude friend that he calls sexy, and it's okay. I have a lot of dude friends I call sexy. Uh, at least one. Sorry. Okay. 
Maybe. You know, Will, whatever. if you're listening, you're sexy. Another person said, liberty and justice for all. And capital, all caps is for all. For, uh, uh, for realsies this time. <laughs> that makes me chuckle. So let me reread that because it's funnier when I actually get it right. Liberty and justice for all. For realsies this time. I really want to put down names and see if I'm right on any of these. What's your guess? That one? Yeah. One of your sisters? Yes. <laughs> I think we should focus, this is the same person, I think we should focus our efforts on providing top shelf education and health care insurance for everyone. I think we should be more careful with the resources we have. I said, thank you. I said, yep. Then they followed up with, I also think we should have, have the ethic of admitting and working to correct the wrong things we've done. Well, the fact so that like they a, followed it up, I would think that might be Ryan with how wordy it is, but yeah, I, maybe yeah. not his answer. No, <laughs> you were right. It's one of my sisters. But that would be, um, so that one, it's almost more of a, a justice for all, justice for all, and then making sure that everybody's got a level playing field almost would be kind of the, how I would sum that one up. Uh, level playing field? or he, Hey, he, we're not up. judging them yet. We're just listening to these answers. Um, dum one person said, yikes, how many people have asked? Have you asked? Is this a diverse survey? <laughs> um, but then that, this person's answer was, so I think Americans like to think our core values are equality, a land of opportunity, a melting pot. God blesses America because we are Christian. We are a Christian nation. But right now, our core, core, our, our core values, I feel like, are greed, self-importance, loudest, and most powerful have the most value. That was another person's answer. Um, and then I'm going to save this one for last because I'll even tell you who that one was because it's a fifth grade teacher and gave me a lecture on the things that I wasn't getting right. I know who she is. Um, but I asked my, my grandfather who's pushing 80, but he looked at me and I was like, you know, what do you think the, the core values are? And I did this in person, so I don't have anything to directly quote. And I was like, what do you think they should be? He's like, I didn't have a choice. I was born here. Like that was his answer. <laughs> I mean, he gave a better answer after that, but it was along the same lines of, you know, life, liberty, pursuit. His first reaction was like, I don't know. I was born here. I didn't have a choice. Who do you think I am? Yeah. Um, and then I asked uh, another common friend of ours in person, and their, their answer was um, kind of pointed to the Pledge of Allegiance, like under God. Which wasn't added until the Cold War. Right. Also true. Um, but... That whole under God is where we should start, and that should be the core value is that's where we start, and that's where we should move from. And all these other things, liberty, pursuit of happiness, all those things flow from that under God. Um, and then the last one that I did was my aunt, who is a fifth grade teacher, and she went into this, we don't get to teach this in class anymore, and we used to teach this, and we don't teach it to kids anymore. And I'm like, I'm sorry? <laughs> Just asking. But she sent, um, where did it go? Um, she sent me a copy of their former curriculum that they used to cover in fifth grade, which I, I'm going to get to in a minute what they said on that. Um, she said, I think her off the top of her head was the rule of law, justice, common good, diversity, popular sovereignty, truth, equality. She said, that's probably not all of them. I would agree with all of those I listed. So like rule of law, justice, common good, diversity, popular sovereignty, truth. The ones she sent me are, so the core, and I won't go through, it goes through like a page and covers all of them, but the overarching the last time you read a really detailed page it was mind-blowing is this one the same it's a fifth grade curriculum so no. it's kind of so no. 
I mean, it's the basic overview of the word. Right. Um, but the core values, core, our core democratic values, which I disagree with. I'm like, we actually live in a republic. She just looked at me. Democratic republic. Democratic republic, yeah. Patriotism, truth, popular sovereignty, common good, equality, justice, diversity, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <clears throat> so what are your reactions to that kind of shotgun, here's a bunch of other people's opinions? Well, in the words of I feel Jared, like there's a lot of steel in my skin right now that I need to pick out. That's really hard to process all of that at once. <laughs> in the words of Jared, define value. That, that's the value. The, the, basis, the basic element of how we go about our work. And I think all of those, in a way, addressed that. But they're... And this is kind of why I wanted to talk about it. There wasn't the, like a core... The question that you posed to them, was it, what do you believe our core values... Are or should be. Are or should be. Yes. Okay. So you gave them a second piece. Yes. So some of their answers... Were addressing what they should were be. Were really broad as to what they are, and some of the more specific ones were likely what they yes. they should be. Because I knew that certain people wouldn't answer if I didn't give them a should be. Okay. All right. So what do you think about that? What's your initial? I'm beginning to wonder if we have core values at all. If if we can say America has core values, and this is where I've been for a long time. Like, what what does that even mean? Do we have? I don't like. I I think, I think you could ask a thousand people, and you could make a list. <laughs> you could make a list of five, and you'd have a thousand. Ask a thousand people, and. 900 of them would reject that list for something of their own. Yes, but then they would also redefine what they think, and you could also redefine it into those words. Yep. Like a couple of those because there was one is of a them, justice. Yeah. A couple of them were a pursuit of happiness. A couple of them were like more specific on how to live these values out. Yes. Yeah. So is it a matter of, like, we just need to make sure that that list of five words is drilled into people's heads so we at least all have the basis of the, what we're going toward? Well, I think five would be more beneficial than 21. Yes. Um, <laughs> Which would be more beneficial than 80. <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't. You know, and two... I shouldn't say why on two, <laughs> two would probably be more beneficial than five. Love God, love others. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just playing with numbers. Uh, I, don't know. I, I have ten. Two, two is smaller five. than five, and eighty is bigger than twenty-one. I have ten that I. I'll, I'll just say there's one organization I hired into that had four core values, mm -hmm. and it's really easy to remember four, and kind of everything falls underneath the umbrella of those four core values. There's another company I hired into that said, "Here's a list of twenty-one." We want you to really, really put twenty one to way too many. And looking at that list of twenty one, I never looked at it again. It'll blur. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. uh, this is not concise enough. So I, I agree that it would be beneficial in American culture to potentially find a way to boil down what those core values are, so that like the three of us and speak them when more. we get into a conversation that gets a little heated, we can then step back at the end and say but these are our core values. This is what holds us together. And they're working toward those core values, just maybe in a different way than I am. Yeah. But can we say, okay, because like the three of us here, we have a set of core values. In our, in our Christian faith, yes. In our Christian faith. Yep. So, okay, 
it, it, are we saying then that you can have different? I'm I'm I'm, I'm going with that. You different um, relational spheres mm-hmm. can have different sets of core values. Well, that each culture has its own values, whether they're expressed or not. Yeah, but if America has a set of core values mm-hmm. and Christians have a set of core values and I'm an American and I'm a Christian, then I have more than that set of, then I have... Assuming they don't align with each other. The two combined. Because we have our core the, values of belief as Christians and we also attempt to, in our, in our daily walk, try to further the kingdom in a way, right? Mm-hmm. So our core values in furthering the kingdom in this world could be different than our core values. Uh, not different. They should, well, different, but they complement each other, our core values of belief. Because we can work toward a core value of furthering this world for the better, which I think America is, tries. We right, try like our, a core value of love God, love others. Mm-hmm. Well, that can't be a core value of America. But love others is. Love others is, but love God's not. So what do I do with that core value of love God when I talk about being an American? Well, you deal with the love others when you're dealing with other people, keeping in mind that the reason we do it is love God. But we shouldn't also at the same time alienate the people who are loving others from a different point of view. Now when we get around to it, if we both see that we can love others, then it might come up like, hey, this is why I do it. This right, is why you do right, it. This is why. Right. But our mm. core values. You get what I'm saying, Joe? How, how married are you? Are you trying to get at how married those two should be? No, I'm trying to get at the core values. You know, Joe's, that organization's got 21 core values. And we've got two. And somebody else has five. So obviously there is going to be some overlap. There's going to be a Venn diagram somewhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is the that Venn diagram can we then should we then only say our core values are what's in the middle section of the Venn diagram? No, because of I don't think so. I think we can find common ground in how we're walking those in that little center part. But I would think that all the circles that interconnect are our core values. Just depending on where each person fits into those, where they overlap is where it's really like easy for Buddhist us Like a Buddhist American, a Muslim American, and a Christian American. Mm-hmm. Can all agree that they want the freedom to worship as they see fit. Yes. Right. That would be the core value. That would be the core value. But at the same time, we have to separate some of our Christian core values and understand that the American core values are a little different than our Christian core values. And that can be. And that would be the question. Can that be? Should that be? I think it should. I don't think we should be able to make a core value of America love God. No, I don't think so either. Because then you're, you're on the road to theocracy. Oh, absolutely. And we don't have one yet. We don't want one. 
Yet. We do. We do want one. No, we don't. We want yeah, the yes, theocracy we want the at the theocracy. end of the world. But that world. isn't America. Yeah. yeah, that's not America. Right. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Sorry, we went. We both went to eternity. Yeah. <laughs> you're still, you're still you know, here I'm on still Earth. You're still stuck here. Yeah. Today. Yeah. <laughs> like, guys, did the rapture Where did everybody happen? go? There's a burning car. And a... <laughs> I'm so alone. <laughs> what are all these piles of clothes laying around? <laughs> anyway, so... Joe, you seemed in contemplative mode. You were squinting, which usually means you were thinking. I was thinking. What were you thinking? There comes a time, like even just looking at the early church, a lot of Christianity wasn't in direct opposition to Roman rule. Rome was a pretty tolerant culture. Like, you can have your religion... Basically, the core values of Rome that they expected from all of their Hellenized areas was hail Caesar as Lord, pay taxes, and don't stir the freaking pot. And the only one that Christians couldn't get on board with was... Hail Caesar as Lord. Hail Caesar as Lord. And so there does come a point where it, like, ideally it'd be nice to be able to say, yeah, let's look at where our... American culture aligns with our Christian culture and try to live as best as we can, but there will be a point of conflict. At, at some point in time in our belief, there will be that point of conflict where we have to say, I can't walk with you that yeah, far. I can't walk with you Which that is far. what, and we've talked about this before, like yeah. my point of resistance is way down the road. Jared's point of resistance is where he picks up the gun and starts killing people. I think it's basically how you said it. The first time you hear me say, that ain't rat, it's going to be sound like, blouch. <laughs> blouch. Blouch. I'm going to go ahead and bring it up now. <laughs> blouch comes from Meat Eater. And I'm so gonna, I'm if you don't want to listen, you want to skip to the serious conversation, <laughs> just keep hitting that 15-second forward. You might have to find it in a minute yeah. or two. So me and Jared listen to Meat Eater. And Blauch is a reference to uh, a Latin way of word. saying boom yeah. or bang, basically, representing something being shot. And one thing they talk about quite frequently in Meat Eater, ever since their squirrel episode... I love squirrels. Uh, if there's kids listening, there shouldn't be. This is labeled explicit, so I don't need what to give What kind of parent are you? <clears throat> yeah. I decided to introduce my kids to a new vocabulary word that oh, I heard on Meat no. Eater. Do you know what it is I, from the squirrel episode? <laughs> That's been referenced. Baculum? Baculum. Is it baculum or baculum? Baculum. Baculum. You know what that is? Quiz Aaron. Do you know what that is? I don't. It's a penis bone. A penis bone. Some animals have bones. A bone. Some mammals have an actual bone, and it's usually an interesting spirally shape, apparently. Baculum. So squirrels and bears and several other several other yeah. mammals have a penis bone, and I felt like introducing my kids to new vocabulary. Oh my goodness! So what kind of parent are you? <laughs> what kind? <laughs> Seriously, man. But this is and, so... like they carry it on because they they make things out of the baculum. There's some like, people uh, who make earrings out of <laughs> yeah, earrings out of them. You just <laughs> <random stuff. laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's a really cool looking earring. What is it? Oh, it's, it's a baculum. A baculum. It's a, what's that? What's a baculum? It's, it's a, a penis, penis bone. bone. <laughs> oh. So, now, granted, this is the same organization that the leader of said organization has pushed very hard to make a calendar called Fucked Up Old Deer Stands. Yes. And released it, and it's sold out twice. <laughs> yep. It's just hilarious. So, are you familiar with how Mad Libs work? Yes. No. All right, Mad, yes, you are, because we did them in your basement while we lived with you. You go around the circle and you tell somebody, all right, give me a verb, give me an adverb, give me a What's noun. What's a verb? 
Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of questions like that from kids. Give me an action Dude, word. Dude, I still couldn't tell you the difference between a verb and a noun. So when you say to a seven-year-old, give me a verb, and he says, what is that? And you say, give me an action word. Okay. They give yep. you an action word. Yep. All right. Verbs, nouns, adjectives, plural nouns, names, cities, all that stuff. I'm going to read you guys a Mad Lib called How to Housebreak a Baby Dinosaur. And it's what? almost... Yeah. Okay. Dude, they're all okay. just funny. Okay. So okay. a lot of these... The parts that make no sense. Oh, I remember these. Okay. Yeah, the parts that make no sense are the parts that That somebody else gave a random word for. According to the world-famous breadstick trainer, Michelle, housebreaking a baby dinosaur is easy as ABC. Her current blurry-selling book, Down Dinosaur Down, guarantees that your pet will be potty-ran in one week or your house back. This book is filled with flirtatious advice. (laughs) It's very frumpily written. Here are a few examples. One, before you begin training, spread people on all of the feet in your house. (laughs) Number two, always call your baby dinosaur by name and look it directly in the funny bone when giving a command. (laughs) How? Go ahead. I'm waiting for backyard. Number three, if your baby dinosaur accidentally wets the wagon wheel, stay calm and do not spank its baculum. (laughs) (laughs) All baby dinosaurs respond to praise. You can tell who's the most mature in this group as Jared sits back and goes, that's Stupid. All baby dinosaurs respond to praise. When yours performs well, reward it by patting its butt cheeks or scratching its elbows. A Mad Lib by Joe's family. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know what to do with that. (laughs) Mr. Mature over there. It is below my human level. I'll spank your baculum. It's just too easy, man. It's too easy. You're, you're still like my 11-year-old. I say penis, and it's like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so then, the, of, course the, of course, the kids ask what that means. I explain it. Like, what is that? I explain it. And they laugh even harder than me and Aaron just did when we actually <laughs> oh, read it. Oh, my goodness. Because Joe and I secretly are <laughs> 10-year-olds. There's no secret about it on my part here. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's painful. It's your fault for saying blouch. Blouch. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to send that Mad Lib a copy of it into Meat Eater just to see if they do anything. Go for it. it. It's all you, killer. Maybe they have a Goodwill fund that mm. isn't for the store Goodwill. Did you push the button already? I did. So this Do is we want to split this in two? Is this the start of a second episode? No, we because should... we never finished any coherent points. I know, we really didn't at all. I feel like we need to keep we, it all as We long. got okay, we'll to the going. point where That's Joe right. looked like he was thinking, and he said, shit, shit, shit. Someone's <laughs> no. making a point. No, you said blouch. You did say blouch. And I told you I was going to save that for later in the episode when things got too serious. Whatever, man. So what was your question that you feel made me say shit? No, shit, no, shit. it wasn't a question. It was just the overall conversation. It looked like you were thinking about it. And then you were like, I have no thoughts on the matter when I was like, it looked like you were thinking. And you were like, uh, 
uh, let's talk about baculums. <laughs> and then I had to pee. So we're back. So, core values in America. We seem to be talking about should we have them? Do they conflict with our Christian values? And how far can we walk down the road with American values? And now keep in mind, we really haven't clearly defined what American core values are. Can or we? should be. Can we? I think so. We, I think we can very coherently discuss what we think they should be. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we can clearly define what they are. I don't know what they are. I, I mean, I'm perfectly content with life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. I think that covers almost anything under those umbrellas. Like, I just think about people... Name who, something that one group could call a value, and I could probably place it under one of those umbrellas. Liberty is the hazy word. <clears throat> Freedom. Well, I know, but that, that's Freedom. the hazy word in people's minds. Because that, that would, in, to your point... Freedom Freedom, to justice, equality would all go under the umbrella of Justice liberty. and equality don't go under... So here's a thought. Here's a thought. Liberty. So where would they go then? They don't. Should those be core values? Pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness, nah. Justice? Yeah, where would justice go? It makes me happy when people die. Huh? Justice? Yeah, where would that one go? Under life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Justice makes me happy. Because justice allows me to pursue happiness. Unless I'm the murderer. But then the murder falls under the liberty blanket, and I'm free to do what I want. Mm -hmm. Umbrella. I said umbrella, not blanket. Blanket. Got it's a wet mine. blanket. Yep. Um, so where would the ability to throw them in jail come from? Life. It's protecting my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not the one who was no. murdered. So no, listen. Time they out. were pursuing their no. liberty and murdering who they felt like Time murdering. Out. I'm pursuing my life and putting them you in can't jail use for that having example. done so. Because they broke one of our core values. Which is life. Life. See, I know where he's going to try and tie this into. No, I'm not trying to tie. I'm saying you can't if use... We're, if we're calling those the three core values. If we're okay. saying those are the three core values. Life, liberty, pursuit, happiness. Life, liberty, pursuit, happiness. And there's a murderer. He has broken the core values. So he has... He's given up some of his right. Yeah. He doesn't get, he doesn't get to come back and say, well, I value my freedom. Well, sorry, you violated one of our core values. But he might turn around, okay, playing devil's advocate here, he might turn around and say the exact same thing using a different turn of the card. He might say, you violated my freedom in your value of life. Because he valued freedom over life, you value life over freedom. Are we forgetting equality in this? Because we're using a chunk of the Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, right before then it is... The that idea that all, all men, men are created All men equal. and women are created And we hold you know, these the truths thing. to be self, uh, life, liberty, pursuit, and happiness. Equality. I'm okay equality, with putting that on there, too. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Mm, equality is... <laughs> yeah, see? This on. is a liberal he, word, so he, you got to... No, he wants to clarify no. the difference okay, between okay. equality and equity. Okay. Equity is a liberal word. No, equality is a very... Equity is a liberal word. No, no, no. Equality is not a liberal That's word. That's the word they use. They use it, but it's not a liberal word. Oh, so it's not a liberal word. No. So... Okay. All right. Equity All right. is a liberal okay. word. You Aaron have cringed to... earlier when you said uh, equal opportunity or something. Because, equity, because something a lot of people want equal opportunity. Equal playing field. That's what you said. Yeah, that's field. equity. Level. That's right. not equality. E- there is equality. See, but equality, you, you, have, to con- you have to clarify yeah. equality because a lot of people want equality of outcome. 
which would not be, that would be in conflict with pursuit of happiness. That but it's my point exactly. Right. So you can't just say equality. You have to say you have to you have to qualify equality that. Equality of opportunity. You're reading into equality a modern use of the word equality. It's not all. That yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that Mar Marxism is isn't that mo okay. It's somewhat modern, but it's <laughs> not modern. But it is modern because it's that's the thing coming around, folks. Yeah, maybe like, socialism isn't so bad. Yes, but it's old. Right, it's old as well. It's old it and new, but it's because yeah. we haven't tried it in a recent enough history in America. Yeah, that for people, people forget, to realize, and they don't look at the examples around the world of where it's not working well, now. They, they they do, and they say it's not working because, because and yeah. we have the solution to that because. Yes, um, and but I guess what I'm saying is you can't just say equality without qualifying it if you're going to use it as a core value that every American holds. Well, isn't that the point though? We ha we have equality as a core value. Understanding that people are going to come at that from different ways, and that's the process that we have to go through. So some people look at it as, I believe everybody should have the same outcome. Some people say, I believe everybody should have the same opportunity. And that's the process we're trying to work out. But we all understand that we're all going for the betterment of the people around us. Because the betterment of people around us so maybe is the that, same thing. So maybe that's the value. I see where you're going. Maybe we need to reduce it. To be the betterment of the people around us. That's what equality means. Not as no, no. Yes, I can be all about no because equality equally poor treatment the, of everyone. The, the, <laughs> the two or there's two murderers. Yeah. Okay. I want those two murderers to be treated equally as in, murderers in the as in their punishment. Okay. So because but one because one's a because one's an actor and says it's not my fault. <laughs> But well, the now other you're getting guy, you're getting into the de definition of murder versus killing. But I'm I'm just I'm yeah. messing with you. Yeah. But, um, but my point is, you have um, uh, uh, let's lying under oath, right? So you've seen people get away with it in the higher echelons of society and government, but if you or I did it, but we do it. But it's not it's not treated equally all the time. Yeah, and we get away with it way more than they do. If it's not it, what, however you want to say it, it's unequal. But that's not what we're working towards. We're talking about the core values. What but we're you're working towards. But I because we don't all have life. I said reduce. We don't it, all have liberty. I said reduce it to to the betterment of those around us. And er, you said reduce. You said right. Blah. Blah. I said reduce it to the betterment of those around us, and you said, isn't that what equality is? Well, no. It's not to somebody's I betterment to saying. go to jail. I see what you're saying. And I also don't know that I can jump on board with the betterment of those around us because there are a good majority of Americans... That are just out for themselves. ...who are out for themselves. Yeah. Right. That pursuit of happiness outweighs any of the... <laughs> but that's also why it I just should don't be know. balanced with... I just don't know that... I I'm okay with equality as long as we qualify the equality. Qualify the equality. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think even those that want... <laughs> and the liberals everywhere cringe. <laughs> I think even those that want equality of outcome... Here, you want me to... And I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, the way you phrased that, as long as we qualify... And I, I, I understand that I'm eliminating yes, all I of your words yes, around it no, that's fine. but that one and then they say 
But isn't that what we've been doing is qualify who, qualifying who should be equal I'm not, throughout all I'm of history? I'm not qualifying who should be equal. I'm qualifying, qualifying what? what equality is. <laughs> let, me, let me back up. I want to make Joe cringe again. <laughs> Do it. Level playing field. <laughs> Level playing. That is equality of opportunity. Yes. That is a pipe fucking dream. <laughs> but it's what I we should be working cringing. for. I am cringing. I am. But it's why what is, we should be Joe, working for. Joe, what? Why shouldn't that be a goal? Wait, 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 wait. It's time out. It's not possible. Time out. No, time out. How is. How Neither is, is peace on earth, but we're supposed to work toward it. Are we? Yes. As far as it depends of, on you, live peaceably be at peace with your neighbors. With all people. Depends on your translation. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't your neighbors everyone? I am living at peace with my neighbors. <laughs> okay, class, let's define neighbors. Per Jesus' definition. Love your neighbor as yourself. Who yeah. is he talking about? Uh, anybody you come in contact with, essentially. <laughs> so as long as you don't come in contact with people, they, they I don't live peaceably with people I come in contact. No, with. you don't. <laughs> Name. You have a face that says I want to fight. <laughs> I have a face that says I want to fight and a heart that says I want to help you. <laughs> I won't deny what, what? the face that says I want to fight. Let's, That's how people in says the guy me. who screams out his window at people on their phones. That was once. That was. <laughs> I said. I said I am not Christ-like when I don't call the oh, cops okay. and use that as an example. And you're an anarchist. Yeah, I lean more anarchist. So you yeah. don't want to. <laughs> so you want to eliminate everything that makes you a better person, i.e., the cops. No, the cops don't make me a better person. Jesus does. <laughs> oh, but you would be removing your inter- intermediary. The, the police between you and your other person in anarchy. In an anarchist society, society I'm a freaking hermit. I defend my property, take care of my family, and love the people around me as much as I can. How do you get food then, Joe? I shoot it. <laughs> do you think that you will be able to shoot it from your three acres for in perpetuity? No. <laughs> so you're and going to go on other people's property and shoot it? Yes. So what stops someone else from coming onto your property to shoot you and take yours? Well, I'm shooting at their stuff, not them. That's <laughs> oh. not a fair comparison. Oh, I'd be shooting at them. I'm not eating them. That's the first thing you do in Apocalypse. You go to the guy that's got all the stuff, you kill him and take his stuff. <laughs> uh, you see, he's got, of, he's got Jared, a lot of... Jared, Apocalypse. No, it's not Jared. No. I don't have to be a prepper. <laughs> I know somebody Anybody else... wants to kill a prepper, it's not me. I'm going to go find the, the preppers that I know. I'm going to kill them and take their stuff. This is a nice bunker you got here, pal. Rouch! Rouch, let me stick this baculum to you. <laughs> I was waiting for the baculum to show back up. Uh, but um, back to level playing field. Why, why is that a pipe dream to have a, to, to have a because, level playing because field? Because we live in a fallen world. Right, but the, we go the for idea the impossible. Okay, the idea of striving for it, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Just like Paul, like Jesus says, be perfect as I am perfect. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ, even though he is a failed example in some cases. He still says, I'm giving it everything I got, so follow me like I'm following Christ. So, yeah. Why is it not a level playing field? Why is it not a level playing field? Why is it currently not a level playing field? Didn't I just answer that? It's a broken world. But how does that affect the the levelness of the playing field? So, like, in a perfect world that God created initially in Genesis 1 and 2, everything's a level playing field because God set the table for everybody and said, this is, like, you have one rule. That's it. Everybody has one rule. Everybody has one role. Take care of what I created. 
and don't eat from that stupid tree over there. Mm-hmm. Level playing field. Okay. So how is the level? How is the playing field not level today? Give me an example of the playing field not being level. Okay, I think the easiest one is just looking at socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. People who come from a poorer socioeconomic background um, lack certain social skills because certain social norms in that area that they were born in um, do not translate well into a business world in an economic situation where they can climb a corporate ladder and be more financially successful. So in order to level that playing field, I, I worked at a school for a year and a half that attempted to level that playing field. I think it's a noble idea. <clears throat> uh, they provided housing, free housing, free medical care, so free how school. Do, so how do people come out of that? How do people come out of that? Because people come out of that. People, people break that. Very how few. They, how do how, they break that? How do they do it? With help. Gen- does, generally does, speaking, with help. Where does the help come from? Is that casting crowns I'm hearing again or mercy me? <laughs> I lift my eyes up to the hill. Where does my... Uh, there's a lot of non-Christians from? that go have rags to riches stories. Yeah. Okay. So how does that happen? Um, you could say it comes from work ethic. It comes from hustle. It comes from... Where does that, com- where does that come from? Where does that come from? Internally, I mean, you asked me secularly, because like, okay, because it's it's a thing, right? I currently, you know, well, these people are underprivileged and these people are underprivileged, but people come out of that all the time. Not, yeah, yes, all and the time, pe- and people the percentage fall into the per- percentage is not high, okay. but yes, people do okay. come out of it. So. What is the determining factor in those that come out of it and those that don't come out of it? I don't think there's a common determining, determining factor. Well, there, I can't remember the name of the author. I read some of her writings, and then I read a book critiquing her writings, but the, the lady who come, came up with the whole idea of grit, grit being a characteristic mm-hmm. that causes you to keep grinding, yeah. keep trying, keep struggling mm-hmm. in the face of adversity, mm-hmm. she would argue that grit is that characteristic that causes you to rise from your difficulty and your adversity. Um, and I would argue that all people have it, but in certain situations, it is, I mean, it only goes to a certain point. So See, at a certain point, your, your life, there are so those people who, have a, such a high level of that grit that they just manage to somehow, or through luck, through help, through... But here's the thing. The same number of people who have everything handed to them on a silver platter... Not the same number. Yeah, not the same. I would, I would be interested to see what the statistics be, are from rags to riches and riches to rags. Mm, I don't know. But it depends on how big the silver platter is we're talking about, yeah. I guess. But I guess. You're talking middle class silver platter or upper class elite silver platter? I, in, all, in all areas, I think there is a determining factor that is beyond anyone's ability to intervene. What? I think there are grit. Let's call it grit, right? You can't make grit. No matter how much money you throw at it, how much time you throw at it, you can't, you can't give it to somebody. It's just a characteristic they have. But they you can have. set them up for success to utilize what they, what they have. Yes. Good. So I use grit as an example, but there's also a great critique of that, saying that there's really no statistical support to actually show that what she 
tried to prove in a research as grit as being an important thing is actually an important thing. There's too many factors. It's, yeah. it, but it's not a bad idea because there yeah. is some level of you have to be able to talk about it, to be able to understand it, to be able to function and try and help. You have to understand. But that I think it's useful in that purpose. But yeah, there are a lot of factors that you can't quantify that. I think a lot of the leveling the playing field, and once again, this is just from a socioeconomic status, a lot of the leveling the playing field is teaching social norms. That's one of the biggest things we focused on in the school that worked with troubled kids. Not, they weren't troubled kids. They were actually good kids who were trying but came from underprivileged. That's the word. Underprivileged kids. It was all about teaching them social norms so that they could rise. I don't want to say above because there's nothing necessarily wrong with their culture and the way they communicate. It's just the way they communicate and the way they interact with each other in a lot of ways. There are some things very wrong. Obviously, there is something so, wrong with so it. But, because but it, it was geared towards helping them understand how to get up on the playing see, field but that you allows them that, to apply that grit that they have. I agree with you. And move on. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Those social norms that you were trying to impart to them, could they sound like equality, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. No, they sound like being white. But, right, what? <laughs> I mean, you were trying to impart into them that they have what it takes, right? Yep. You're trying to impart to them that they matter. It, it wasn't as much about that as about, like, this is how to behave. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Because, okay, but here's like the thing. you've mentioned in previous episodes, the idea of code switching. Yes. Somebody yep. who can communicate um, in a very urban fashion amongst yep. peers, amongst friends, amongst coworkers, but then once they either go into church or go into a more professional setting, they start speaking much more eloquently and very carefully choosing their grammar and articulating very clearly. Yeah. Exactly. So we all code switch. A lot of what we did there was teaching them to code switch and function in a context that allows them to rise above their current situation. Right. Okay. So. I.e. be more white. Rise above. Yeah. Because. Rise above their current situation. So you are saying in that. It's not it's leveling. self-defeating. And it wasn't you, about no, leveling the rising, playing field. Rising above their current situation. What's bad about their current situation? Uh, a lot are, of things. Their parents are piss poor. Okay. What's bad about that? They don't have any money. They don't have enough food. They don't have enough care. They live in shit. Okay. They don't have health care. They don't have good because, They're probably going to end up in gangs. Because yep. the way they operate. Jared nailed it. Because the way they operate puts them in that place. No, not necessarily. They're born into a cycle and they repeat the cycle. Yep. Is that a bad cycle? Yes. In most situations, yes. Okay. It's a cycle that re results in lower income, uh, much higher mortality rates, much higher criminal involvement, much lower at parental point, involvement. At what and, uh, point? At some point, a lower. At what uh, point does a person have to take responsibility for their own actions? At every point. But that doesn't stop us from helping the peoples around us. That doesn't. And in. Here's the thing, because Joe, what Joe's saying is right. Like, Thank you. Me trying to help will look like me trying to make people more like me. And I've experienced this as I try to help some people that I know that are not from here recently. Mm -hmm. There are some things that I have to be like, listen, you've got to be less like how you grew up 
and more like this if you want to make it in this world right here. Should we... Should... I think I, I think I get frustrated when the this that you're looking like or that, that you need to look like to make it gets demonized. It should in some ways, okay. but in other ways it shouldn't. Like... And this goes back into our other conversation. What can to, we keep and what do we have to get rid of? Yeah. Speaking respectfully to people, I mean, that, that's a good thing. Respectfully is a very <laughs> culturally, culturally contextual, contextual thing. Yeah. If you're telling someone from either a backwoods place here in mm-hmm. Nuevo County, Michigan, or an urban like Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. They're contextually going to be trying to be respectful in some ways, and they're just bombing it. Or even, or even remove that broad of a cultural contextualization. Either one of you call me an asshole, and I'm going to smile. Somebody on the road calls me an asshole, and I'm going to be like, they don't like me very much. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's part of the difference. And this is exactly the conversation I was going for, because our core values are what we're all working towards, but... What that looks like, like be more respectful. Like that is such a complicated thing. And some people are going to come at it as well. Like almost it everybody could universally agree to that statement. Yes. But when you start breaking it down into the question of how do you do that? And which respectful are you talking everybody about? Everybody starts to Who's disagree. respectful is respectful. Is it like a submissive respectful? Is it a mutual respectful? Is it a... Yeah, but now you're into defining terms, I think. Isn't that what the process is? I guess. I mean, in in part. Because, as Joe said, a lot of this is a white system that everybody else has to fit into. And is that necessarily all wrong? I don't think so. I should hope not. What what should we keep and what do we have to get rid of? But there is other stuff where we have expectations for people who come here or start toward the bottom that are very unrealistic. Like, to break into this system like there's some expectations that are just ridiculous and there are some that we should definitely keep the one that i've kicked around lately is um being on time that is very cultural so incredibly cultural and i didn't even a couple years ago i'd have been like ah whatever man you just you just stop be on time man be on time like see and not on, even time be on time no, no, it's no 10 no. minutes early how about no how about how about when are you going to be here i'll be there at seven okay you don't show up at seven. That's not punctuality. That's honesty. <laughs> that is a cultural statement. I will be there at seven, and I show up at seven ten. <laughs> but if 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 the a, other person is, is oper- if the other person is operating from when you say I'll be there at seven, seven is a very loose term. If they're operating from that playing field, so, so they're how, not being disrespectful so or lying. They're so saying how, seven. So how do I communicate with that person? That's the question. What do we keep? What do we throw away? Be here at 7 o'clock. <laughs> so time is not obviously one of the things Aaron says keep. Not 6.58. Timothy Keller. Let me give you a little saying that Timothy. my grandpa gave me. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on no, time, see, that's cultural. you're late. That's cultural. Late. No, That's <laughs> cultural. <laughs> <laughs> seven o'clock. It's seven o'clock. Unless it's not. <laughs> or 
that I cost, love, that love cost one of the comments that cost five dollars. I love oh, one well, of the comments we got from one of our actual listeners. It made me think about this, talking about this. Um, I put that picture with a question on it. It had a picture of a Bible and a gun, and it said Christian, American, yeah. both. And I didn't put a whole lot of context on that. I just wanted to see where people went with it. Yeah. And one of the answers that I absolutely love from Doug, the answer becomes clear when you travel to a non-Western country. The importance of politics and cultural things fade, and their influence on you becomes obvious. So when you talk about like contextualizing things culturally, it is so easy to get entrenched in things that we don't realize are obviously influencing us with a conversation as simple as what is seven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Aaron, that is a very cultural, that's a very Protestant American white way so, of looking at okay, so which a, I look at. It's a that. chronological <laughs> way of looking at things. I agree with you what? both. Five, I'm five dollars. saying. How about five? You, you got to pay me five dollars for this. That's you a throw totally different conversation. No, it's, it's, it's a number. <laughs> it's a number. I actually agree. <laughs> with so that. how do you, so how do you, I'm agreeing with Aaron that, Contextually, like if a kid grow, like let's say you got a seventeen-year-old kid wear on a job, a wear a tie. <laughs> let's say you got a seventeen-year-old kid on a job. Mm -hmm. The only job he's ever worked is chores at mom and dad's house. Mm -hmm. Mom and dad say you need to do your chores by ten o'clock every Saturday morning. Every Saturday morning he finishes by eleven o'clock, and they still let okay, him have a so he time. shows up. So in his mind, he's got an hour of leeway. Okay, so he shows up at eight o'clock when I tell him to be there at seven, and I say, hey. When I say seven o'clock, I mean when the little hands on the seven and the big hands on the twelve. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you just contextualized it for him. Yes, you told him how to be more white. No, no. that is okay. <laughs> you can hit me. That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit you for that. I, I walked you into it <laughs> on purpose. So <laughs> I will I, take that hit. I've actually been thinking about that for a while because I think I was the first one to say that's very white or something to that effect in this podcast, at yes. least, in this episode. And I say white in the context of our culture. Yes. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with the color of our skin. I think it has to do with the fact that white people founded this nation and set certain ethics that have carried on through the years. So what do we keep and what do we throw away? So what do we keep and what do we throw away? Back to our discussion of... 7 o'clock, damn it, be there. <laughs> Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. 7 o'clock, damn it. <laughs> I, oh, I just, it makes me laugh. Personal responsibility should <laughs> 7 o'clock, damn it. <laughs> if your ass isn't there when the little hand is pointing up and the big hand is going at 7... That's Anybody who relates to Aaron listening to this podcast, we love him. I totally, I totally relate with what you're saying. <laughs> this is coming from 100%. a guy who has a problem being on time. Who got here at 8.33. We gave him shit because it was past 8.30. And he was like, no, my watch is 8.30. And I'm like, 8.33, bro. And I said, okay, I was late. Yep. <laughs> I argued for a minute. But then I came down to, okay, I was late. And I, <laughs> I see... I love you guys. <laughs> I tr I try not to, and I may be wrong, but I try not to require anything of anyone that's not required of me. Right, and I that don't, is good. I, I don't. I don't live by that at all. My wife has called me on that so many times. When I tell my kids to do something, or when I have told somebody under my supervision to do something that I do not do regularly myself. No, 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 no. 
I think there's a difference between don't require somebody that I wouldn't. Uh, let me let me rephrase that then. Don't require something of somebody else that I wouldn't require of myself. Don't do anything that you wouldn't be willing to do yourself. Thank you. Okay, I'll agree. Always with that. be willing to make your own. Because coffee. I've been called many times. Like I, I have higher expectations often for my children or for people under my care than I do for myself, and that's because I have seen my own failings in the past, and I want them to move beyond that. I, so, I say to so my kids, I, wa- I want to make sure we were clear on that. I agree with that. That I, I wouldn't be willing to do yeah. at least now. I want to go or back to in their personal, position. Yes, I, I want to yeah. go back to personal responsibility. I tell you my put children that on the list. Personal responsibility. No, I think I think it should be a core value, but I All don't right. think it is. You know, I you if you ask my kids the question, "Who is responsible for your actions?" They will, in their sleep, say me. Um, and I say, "Who is responsible for your attitudes?" And in their sleep, they will say me. I want to test this, but it would be weird to come to your house while they're sleeping. <laughs> but next time you see my kids, ask them who's responsible for their actions. How do I put them to sleep first? Are you okay with chloroform? <laughs> Shh, go to sleep, little boy. <laughs> but, um, um, the... Because I have been in rough spots, and I have been in good spots. And I think, and, and maybe it's personal, and maybe I'm wrong in this, but Ultimately, I made choices that affected my outcomes. Yes. And then I made other choices to correct the effect of those choices. Um, and I do not have the best of the best of the best. <clears throat> but I think part of our pursuits... I think it. I think it is. I think it is wrong when we talk about equality. What it is wrong when we talk about equality to say that we should all be billionaires. I'm just to exaggerate. Just yeah. to exaggerate. Yep. To a take point. it to a logical. To exaggerate yeah. it to a point. Yep. It's wrong for us all. It's wrong to expect us all to be able to be billionaires. Correct. Um. <laughs> so, there was a, a wealth tax proposed recently. Sort of a bunny trail, but still relevant to the American. It's a bunny trail. Question. See, isn't this where you just say no? I'm jerking the reins, and you don't get to go there. You're in charge. Of the no, episode. go ahead. Sorry, I, I, I don't like reins. being. In anyway, trouble. so um, <laughs> the um, it was a good story. <laughs> when when we start looking at equality, I mean, food, right? We have help and assistance available for people in the United States to get food. Now, does that mean everybody gets all the food they need? No. But what is your level that you are demanding the equality to? to what be is at, the baseline? Right? Right. What is the baseline? Yeah. Because so that would be your qualification for Because because somebody who commits a murder doesn't get to live Amongst other people. In, in you know, a mansion on Malibu. Quite yeah, frankly, do. yes, they do. As long as they have enough money and they have the ability to pay the lawyers, they can. <laughs> they can continue living there <coughs> until 
the Supreme Court finally hears their case because they had enough money to push it that far. And then when they go to death row, they'll still live a long, fat, happy, healthy life because okay. of all the appeals they can afford. So then, so then that's a problem. But yeah. my point is, where is the baseline? Jared was laughing. <laughs> where is the baseline that when we say equality? What are, what are we looking for what in we that mean? value? That's I the process. I think we've been discussing that question for 45 but, minutes and, now. And that's part of the reason that, like, that's that's the hot button for you guys, because equality is something that's going to trigger both of you. No, it's not. <laughs> Whatever, man. We just talked for 45 minutes about equality and ignored the other ones, because we can we can all agree on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hey. We only discussed it that long that's because our, it was a last-minute throw-in. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It's the sentence you before in the document we both voting. said life, liberty, pursuit, no, happiness, no, no, no. and you were all like, men well, are, what about equality? Wait a minute. Created. All men are created equal. Correct. And we are. We all come out naked with two feet and two hands. That is not what they meant, I don't think. I think it is. I think it is. I actually agree with Aaron on this one. So then as soon as we're spit out, that's when... It's up to you, Johnny. That's the end of that, is we're all created equal. Well, you were born. You were knit together in your mother's womb by the hand of God. So that's the end of equality. All men are... All all men and women are created... That's, I have to... I'm that's sorry. That's the end... <laughs> that's the end of our responsibility to helping everyone be equal that's, is you got spit out of your mother's... No. I'm, the, I'm saying that's what that – I'm saying that when you put that sentence in, you said you used it as a core value. Correct. Equality is a core value based yes. on the sentence before life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yes. I'm saying that ain't what that's saying. So as long as you're spit out – Oh, I didn't say that it's okay. I'm just saying – I don't for, think that's what they were that, – I think that, it's more Now pushed, we're talking about a historical I thing. I think it's more can. pushed than spit. <laughs> Depends on the uh, process, I think. I think if you were a spit, you would never. I've be seen an pushed. example in both of my children. One was not quite a spit, and the other one was. It was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> Doctor. Okay, <laughs> so <clears throat> the discussion we're having is I, I don't think I really want to carry it much farther because the okay. point that I was making is. We can all agree on these things, but we get so bogged down in the, no, wait, what do we mean by that? I think it was a perfect, we, case, perfect case in point. Yes. A 45-minute dialogue on what do we mean. But we all agree that people were created equal and they should be treated as human beings. No. Right? We all agree in equality. We all agree in equality. Because there's a lot of people who don't believe we were created. But I, So equality. <laughs> we agree. Equality. I'll boil it down to equality. That when we... And I understand that there's more nuance than that because I know where you would like to go with that. Equality in your definition is a core value. But equality in the de definition of the person saying equality is a core value in America. You know what? Yes. That you, we can, stupid we, poster, the picture of the cross in the Bible. What? Got a lot of comments and a lot of shares. I'm going to create a poll. What do you believe America's core values should be? I almost put and that out I'm there going to before the episode. To advertise it to see what people I say. almost put that out there before the episode, but I'm like, I don't want the Facebook answers. I wanted people who I want I want them in, I want them in a, retrospect at least. Yeah, which is fine. So here's how I would qualify all of them. Okay. These are core values of America as defined by the American saying them. 
defined by the American So, so would you agree that a, a majority of Americans, at least in their minds, mentally assent to the ideas of, in their own mind, equality, life, yeah. Yeah. liberty. However they define yeah. it. The pursuit of happiness. Yeah. However they So the rest it. of this American experiment is trying to process out how we should live those out. Yes. As a group. Yes. We have our core values. Equality, life, life liberty, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. happiness. Just to say, out of the three of us, there's I probably a couple more. Three, to four, three out of four of those. What's there's that? Probably, no, I contributed three out of four. I, no, I said it last Aaron episode. Aaron just agreed I with I said it last yeah, I episode. And then Jared added one. Technical, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. I don't care about those people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could argue that Ben Franklin was in the room as well. but <laughs> He was too busy for was too busy. French girls. So, if we want to split this into two, this would be a good time because I'm going to... I think you wanted to talk about something else. Did you want to? Because we can break this. Or how, how far are we sitting? We are at one hour and 40 minutes. That might be a long split. Oh, who cares? Let's go. Who cares? Peace out, y'all. We love you. Come back <laughs> next week to hear whatever the hell we're going to talk about next. Peace out. Just kidding. <laughs> There's no way we're going to do just one half of an episode on what Jared was trying to get me into there. Uh. That'll Sorry. be next time I host. Aaron. We we took we took a uh, five minute break while Joe went and emptied the Bradford Reserve gallon and a half of Bradford Reserve. That gallon and a half. System. I would not be speaking at <laughs> all if that was a gallon and a half. He I'm holds try- his liquor very well. <laughs> I'm trying to make you only look worse. if I've eaten very well. It, the way my body responds to alcohol, I'm pretty sure this is probably normal for most people, but. Because I'm fairly new to drinking alcohol, it's something I notice very, very closely. If I have eaten a tremendous amount of food, I can drink quite yeah, a bit of alcohol yeah. before I even notice the effects at all. But if I'm drinking on an empty stomach, it's like two, three shots max, and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have taken that I last think one. I'm done. Like when my lips start to tingle, that's when I know <laughs> the tingly lips, tingly lips. When, uh, when I can smell it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron almost took a sip earlier. <laughs> I'm just, I'm good. Ugh. I'm good. I'm good. Let me be clear that I don't think it's evil to drink alcohol. You have been officially so. absolved of your sin of approving of alcohol. <laughs> Or tasting alcohol, or thinking about tasting alcohol. Or I just I and I I would you know, I would drink alcohol if I like the taste. No, Joe's looking at me like he hates me now. No, I'm just I'm thinking about Aaron compromising his values tonight and me taking it easy on him. He swore and I just, he did. I, barely, I told you come and hit me. I barely punched him at all because I understand we. We provoked him. We did. And I did it on purpose, <laughs> and I enjoyed no, every no, wait, second wait. of it. What did I tell you to ask my children? Who's responsible for your actions? Me. Yeah. See, I haven't drank that much. I but I did tell you. you See, I, I did tell you to hit me. Where one of Aaron's goats are tied. Goad. <laughs> goad. It's a goad. Goat. No. Goad is the thing that you No, I'm going me. to goad you is one term. I know where your goat is tied is another term. Haven't no, you ever heard the term, goat, get, get your, your goat, or I'm kicking your goat? No, it's get your goad. No, I'm going to goad you. No. No. Goading you on. 
Jared, your lack of understanding of the English language. That's fine. Something we're going he's to about have to, to he's be under, cult- He's underprivileged. We're going underprivileged. to have to he's culturally contextualize this for you. <laughs> Look it up. Seven o'clock, damn it. <laughs> Seven o'clock. And that's where Aaron's goat is tied. Goat. I think we're talking about two different things. I don't think we are. I'm talking about an animal that's a goat. <laughs> what, what value does it have? When somebody says, I'm going to get your goad, what are they saying? What does it say? When I get your goad. I think you're wrong, but I'm going to stop talking in case I'm wrong. I'm pricking you with something to make you move in a way that you don't want to move. I think you're wrong. What value would it have? I would have to have the goad. I would have to have the goad, and I would have to be jabbing you with it. Exactly. Why would I get your goad? I've got mine. Because you're goading me. With mine. Aaron's looking. I'm up. halfway there. I have to get How both. slow do you type that? I, oh, I have to get both. We're stalling. <laughs> so was I half right? No. We're actually all right. Thank you. Not true. Yes. Get no. your goat is a reference to horse racing where a goat was used to calm, calm a racehorse. Yes. And Somebody so made you, that up. If you no. got... If you got their goat, they were no longer calm. A lot of somebody made that up. A lot of goats do not calm horses. Also, they do do, actually. Many people, when they have thoroughbred, like high-strung horses, they will get another animal, not a horse, to be that thing's companion. And so, if you get that goat, they are no longer calm. I know where your goat is tied. Also, a goad. Yeah, see, that is even farther into it. Yes, yes. A goad is a pointed object. Used to prod animals. Yes. To do Ergo, a person prodded with a goad would become angry. It really irritates me when Nevertheless, we are all right. No, I think I was right. I think you were wrong. Nevertheless, the idiom is to get one's goat. Bam! <laughs> yes! Blouch! Blouch! <laughs> Take another drink of that. What is this? Something. <laughs> and he told me I couldn't give him the bottle back, too. <laughs> Good thing we're almost done. Anyway. Uh, anybody got closing thoughts? I don't want to be around these we people We were talking anymore. about something before you got, get the goat, got, goat. Somebody's goat got, got. <laughs> somebody's, somebody's goat get, got, Who's been drinking? <laughs> I want to say thing, that thing, Majang. I just want to say you know the thing. You know the th- you know the thing. <laughs> I just want to say that I win. <laughs> you pot liquor. <laughs> but Aaron's right. Aaron wins. Aaron's, <laughs> Aaron's right. right. And I just want to watch it all burn. <laughs> and Joe watched it burn. <laughs> oh. oh. Do you guys have any closers? Or you want to end it there? Well, I think the episode should be titled Seven O'clock. <laughs> <laughs> If it's going to be 7 o'clock, it's got to be 7 o'clock, damn it. <laughs> Make sure you put that explicit on yeah. the title. <laughs> but, but dang it, then we'll be all right. Yeah. No. <laughs> and people are like, oh, this is a clean episode. They said, dang it. <laughs> Why does it say E on there? Just put a little asterisk. I'm going to listen to it with my yeah. kids. Yeah, the first three words, there's no warning. What's the curriculum? <laughs> Just put 7 o'clock and then the asterisk. <laughs> I think that'd work. Seven o'clock. Uh, D asterisk 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 it exclamation mark. Whatever. Did you hope that I would say one of those asterisks and forget the tricks part? No. 
I'm chill enough right now. I'm just deep enough into that Woodford that I don't want to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I timed it right. I timed it right. Oh. No, actually, unfortunately, I am regretting. I have a principle, What's and you? I should stick to it. You're regretting that you have a principle? No. He's, he's regretting I'm that regretting he violated that I'm just, violated my I'm principle. I'm just repeating what Shut he up, said. Shut up, pot liquor. Go drink some more You whiskey. could get his goat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna prick his goad. We got all. No, I'm gonna goad him. You we, can't. You know what? The inanimate object. We just have to. We just have to put the episode title. I'm poking his goad. The episode title just has to be blank. No, it just has to be blank, and then all of these things. Seven o'clock. Get your goat or goad. If you understood the cultural reference of goat. <laughs> Seven o'clock. Um, <laughs> I don't like uh, you guys anymore. Yes, I feel like the loser here. <laughs> so that's because you are. Oh yeah, and Aaron wins. Here and I Aaron. opened up with this beautiful thing about like this intimate relationship, and I'm like, I hate you guys. Negative. <laughs> that's a negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> Pattern is full. Pattern is full. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, my closer. I want to ask a question for my closer. Okay. You guys can answer it or not answer okay. it. What is the Christian response? Oh, he's going all back serious. To a secularizing culture. Like when we look at these things that we oh, have. Oh, you're starting another half. No, that's another. You're no. right. That's another half. No, that, no, no. That's never no, mind. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no, no. Can I, can I give a short answer? Short Ask the question. Answer. Jesus. No. What is the Christian response to a secularizing culture? That was it. What this world needs. <laughs> Moses. Moses. No. Oh, we're not Moses. ending two episodes with the same <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> so I would say, to answer that question, it's worry about yourself and do what you do. <laughs> Jared, it looks painful, man. Jared, hold that thought. You're gonna yeah. have to repeat it. <laughs> oh, we so need to video this thing. <laughs> what was before you said? Do what you're gonna do. Worry about yourself Worry about and yourself. do what you do. Do what you do. Don't try and conquer the culture in Jesus' name. That's my short answer. Love God, love others. Also a good answer. <laughs> I'm Thank not you. answering my own question. <laughs> I was right again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm. Are we so, bumping? Are we? I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He just did some really awkward hand motions. <laughs> so next episode, we are... Thinking about <laughs> who knows? Uh, Joe's in charge next episode. Having, so. having video. Are we? <laughs> we are. No, I'm not. Oh. I don't have a camera, and I don't know how to sync audio. So I have great camera, and I can sync audio, but I have no interest. So Aaron's thinking about it. If you teach me, if I shall enough learn. of you email in to convince no me, no one emails. I'm creating. I'm creating like. This. 30 exactly. email addresses. That's why I'm saying, if enough, then I'll consider it. <laughs> if you teach me, I, I will learn to do it. What? How to sync the audio and stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, you're, in, you're actually interested in video. Interested. I, okay. I'm going to end this right now. Wait, time out. No, no, wait, 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 wait.